This is Julie Brennan, and you are not your fab. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of You Are Not Your Fat. Today, I'm going to talk about the comments and observations that we make about people's bodies. Now, I won't be talking about how I approach this as a health practitioner. I think that's a bit of a different conversation. But instead, what I will focus on are the ways we talk to each other and the things that we say, the language we use, the comments we make on people's bodies and their weight in particular, and perhaps how we could approach that differently. Okay, so first up, I just put together some phrases, words, comments that we might use when we talk about somebody's body, but in particular their weight. You've lost weight. You look great. What did I look like before? You are so skinny now. I'm so jealous. You look so hot right now. (laughs) Yes, there is a bit of Paris Hilton in there. Um, I can't believe how good you look since you lost all that weight. What have you been doing? You look amazing. How much weight have you lost? You look too skinny now. You looked better before. There's a nice little trying not to fat shame with a backhanded compliment. Have you been working out? How much more do you need to lose? Wow, you are like a new person. That's that classic personality association with what you look like. Or you have to be careful not to put it all back on again. Can you see what I'm doing here? Other than sounding like a valley girl. (laughs) Um, All of those compliments are based on a reinforcement of weight loss and, and what we look like physically. Now, someone who struggled, particularly when I was a teen and an early adult, with the package of self-esteem that came wrapped up in my appearance, I can speak to some of the emotions that are associated with weight gain and loss and gain again. And those emotions, of course, include love, hate, shame, embarrassment, envy, comparison, or the risk of comparisonitis, resentment, guilt, and feeling out of control. And I bet you can add some more to the list. And if I sat down a bit longer, I probably could too. And I did some stupid things to try to be skinny or to stay skinny. But I was never going to be skinny. I'm big boned. Thanks, Cartman. (laughs) But really, I, I do have broad shoulders and wide hips. And so that concept of skinny is never going to equate to my body. It's just not going to work. Now, I think about to the past and if someone had previously told me I had lost weight and looked great and then saw me later on when I'd put on some weight and said nothing about how I looked not only did I know that they knew I'd put on weight but I knew that they thought I didn't look good anymore now how's that for what we might call a a mind beep but them not saying anything that silence spoke volumes to my self-worth And it wasn't saying anything nice at all. Audible sigh. Horrible. But that's what I was going through. And then I think about people that make innocent enough comments. And they think what they're saying is okay. And it's not a problem. And I get that because we're just so indoctrinated, aren't we? Um, In our culture. And it reminds me of a particular colleague I have. Well, a former colleague. Who every time I would see her, she would comment on my weight. Without fail. Oh, Julie, you've lost weight, even when I hadn't. Oh, Julie, you've lost weight. I haven't seen her for probably more than 10 years now, but I bet I know one of the first things she would say to me. 
oh, Julie, you've lost weight. <laughs> like it's automated, like it's a robotic response, like she can't help herself. Um, do I get mad at her? No. Do I say something? No. Maybe I should. Let's see what happens the next time I see her. But then there are the people who feel free to comment when you've put on weight or adjust a bigger size in general. Now, the, the next few comments I'm going to run through are comments that I have actually received at different times in my life. Um, there are probably more than I can think of, and you've probably received some similar comments yourself. Um, but this is just the list that I've put together. <laughs> and I, I, I'm almost incredulous as I as I relay them to you. Oh, I can see they've been feeding you well. You shouldn't wear that. And this is one from my childhood. Are you on a seafood diet, Julie? And I'd be like, oh, what's that? And the response would be, oh, you know, you see food and you eat it. Um, classic one, nice and easy. You're overweight. Now, this one was thrown at me back in the day when I was a manager of a fast food restaurant in my 20s because I was kicking someone out and that's the best insult that they could um, throw at me to try and get themselves empowered in the situation. And look, hindsight's a beautiful thing that reminds us of all the things we should have said, like a George Costanza moment. Oh, I should have said that, but I didn't say a word. And what would I have said anyway? I mean, it doesn't really matter. It would have been some nasty insult for me to try and get back on top and regain my power in the situation. And sometimes that might be necessary, but at that point I had nothing. I was just beaten. I was deflated. I was um, offended. I was insulted. Oh, here's a nice one. <clears throat> I like you better when you were skinny. <laughs> now here's my retort, my George Costanza report. Hmm, I liked you better when you weren't a pig. <laughs> it doesn't help. It just makes you feel better in the moment. This one always makes me laugh. Um, you need to lose 14 kilos. Apparently this guy was a walking human scale and it was clearly a waste of his talent because he was just a laborer. He should have been using his talent for good. This is another one. I'm surprised he likes you. He doesn't normally go for big girls. Hmm. What can I say to that? I was a big girl. Like these comments are hurtful and useless. But interestingly enough, the compliments or observations about weight loss come mostly, but not always, from women, while all of these comments about weight gain or being overweight come from men. Now, I might need another episode to read into that. Um, I'm not a psychologist, I'm not an anthropologist, but I could deduce a few things from it, but I might do that another time. However, in saying all of these things, I need to give an honorable mention to my grandmother, who tried to get me into a girdle at every opportunity when my parents weren't around. It's what we would call shapewear today. So don't get me wrong, I love a bit of shapewear these days. I always bring it out on special occasions just to give that nice line under my beautiful dress. But what do you think, what on earth do you think that was telling a 10-year-old girl? Exactly. It was reinforcing that her fatness was a problem and it made her look bad and that her physical appearance was wrapped up in whether people would like her. I don't know if I was able to articulate all of that so much, but I know it made me feel bad. It just made me feel fat. 
And then we have to think about cultural perceptions and ideals. And I've discussed this before and I will no doubt discuss this again. And I'll certainly continue to compare our Western culture to other cultures or at least the ones that I've been at least somewhat immersed in. I've mentioned before that my husband is Cuban, so I have a Cuban family, my beautiful Cuban family. Um, they will talk to me about my weight as a measure of health and happiness, not as a measure of my worth. It's very much a factual regard. It's not at all a put down. And what do I mean by that? So usually when I go over there to visit, I might put on a little bit of weight because I'm on holiday, yeah? I'm doing less and I'm usually eating and drinking more. It's kind of what happens on holiday. Not always, but it happens, you know. But more than that, as I said, they perceive my body as a physiological fact, not a personality trait. So if they were to make a comment about my body, about my weight, I don't get offended because it's very much factual. There's no offense to be taken because they're not shaming me or deriding me. It's um, purely an observation so I don't get offended you know if anything when I've gone over there and I've lost weight they're actually concerned for my health and so maybe I give concessions I don't know but I certainly don't get the same feeling or intention behind those comments as as those that come through from you know people in western culture and again I'm generalizing aren't I but um, I'm also talking about my own experience what we have to remember though that by complimenting people on weight loss, we reinforce skinny or slim or slight or lithe or whatever the word you might be using, we, re we reinforce that as the only version of beauty. We confirm that being fat or having fat is not beautiful. We suggest that the person didn't look good before. We reinforce the connection between weight and worth. We potentially enable or encourage disordered eating behaviors or poor relationships with food. And by that, I mean food restriction, food avoidance, social situation avoidance. There's a plethora of behaviors um, that are related to uh, disordered eating, eating disorders, or poor relationship with food. And look, here are some of the things that we might be complimenting when we acknowledge someone has lost weight. We might be complimenting an eating disorder or an unhealthy relationship with food. We might be complimenting trauma or grief. We might be paying a compliment to depression and anxiety. We might be paying a compliment to digestive illness or malabsorption issues. We might be paying a compliment to a major life event that is trying for this person. We might be paying a compliment to cancer. So when you put it in that kind of context, it really seems absurd, doesn't it, that you would compliment someone for losing weight because it's not already always associated with weight loss, wanting to look better. In fact, this, this list gives an example of plenty of reasons why it's not. And then I really do have to turn the, the table on me, don't I? And how do I speak to friends and family? I really try to avoid making comments about people's bodies, about their weight. However, I've even found myself commenting on a friend's and colleagues weight loss not too long ago. Of all people, I knew she wouldn't see it as anything more than a factual observation. However, I'm not making excuses. It was wrong of me to do that because it's, and especially because it's the very thing I detest. Um, it's almost like it's, it's entrenched in me as well. So I apologize to her 
Um, and she was fine about it. She very much appreciated that it was a factual observation. Um, but what if I'd said that to the wrong person? You know, the damage is done. The feeling is um, conveyed. So I've really got to be careful. And as I said, I really don't like it and I'm guilty of it too. And there are plenty of other times during my life before I became more aware of it that I've done that and I just really, really regret doing that. So how can we speak to each other regarding weight? Have a think about that the next time you find yourself commenting on somebody's weight, either out loud or to yourself, or God forbid, um, via your keyboard. So this very much includes you, you keyboard warriors. Perhaps it especially includes you because you're not actually even confronting someone face to face. Anyway, I'm not here to uh, make judgment about online trolls. There's plenty of other people doing that as well. Um, and to that end, taking shots at celebrities because you know, quotation marks, they knew what they were getting into when they became a public person. It doesn't really cut it either. You know, celebrities are people first and foremost as well. So back to the point, how can we better speak to each other when we're making comments about people's weight? Well, the answer is simple. Don't. If you want to pay someone a compliment, pay it to them as a person, not as a body. There are infinite ways to make someone feel good that doesn't come as a loaded statement. Now, I've got some examples here, um, but you do need to meet them. It can't just be lip service. And, you know, I'm not here about how to make friends and influence people, but this is about if you genuinely want to compliment someone, look deeper than what they look like. So this is a list that I've compiled. I am going to read it. You can listen right now. You can shut off. Or if you do listen, perhaps you can think about someone who makes you feel this way and let them know, you know, there's totally no obligation there. So as I said, some examples in no particular order. You make me laugh every time I see you and not at you. You're just really funny. You make me feel good to be around you. You're so organized. I'm really inspired to get my beep together. You have such a beautiful way of seeing the world. You are such a creative talent. I really love what you make or write or bake or do. Thanks for being such a good friend. You always have my back. You are so smart. I learn something from you whenever I hang out with you. I'm a better person after I spend time with you. I've actually said that to a friend. It felt so beautiful to tell her that. I love how you're not afraid to speak your mind and stand up for what is right. Fierce. You make me feel comfortable around you. I can really be myself when I'm with you and talk to you about anything. I love your honesty. I always know where I stand with you. You are super talented. You are really good at bringing people together to get a job done. You're a natural leader. You are one of the most generous people I know. Um, now, I know someone that I could say that to every one of them, and there's a million more. So you see that there's nothing there to do with how a person looks, not even, you know, how they've done their hair nicely or the pretty dress they're wearing. Nothing, nothing about their physical appearance. It's all about who they are as a person and what they bring to the table of life. Um, and they're the comments that make you feel good about yourself, yeah? When people see the good in you and feel compelled to tell you. It's got nothing to do with what size your butt is. So, until the day comes when we actually live in an evolved society where everybody can actually focus on health as the most important thing regarding our bodies and the way we look becomes irrelevant, 
there's still going to be a lot of emotional charge associated with making comments about people's bodies and their weight. So what's the solution to that? I know, I mentioned it before. How about we don't make comments about people's bodies? So that's the nugget from today's podcast. We don't make comments about people's bodies. Other people's bodies are none of our business. What we can do is prop people up because of all the goodness they possess and demonstrate. I, for one, like that much more. So that's it for today, short and sweet. Thanks for listening and let me know if you have any thoughts or beautiful compliments that you pay to other people that weren't mentioned today. For now, stay well until next time and then continue to stay well. (laughs) Take care and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Want to know more about the steps you can take with me to simplify better health? You can contact me through my website at www.juliebrennan.com.au. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook under Julie Brennan because it is time for better health to be simple.